Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. It's Ty Power's Big Footy Final Sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy Final Sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. But today, well, it's been a day dominated by the AFL and the latest chapter in its navigation of the concussion issue. Isn't it incredible to think that a coach pushed for a concussion sub in a league meeting with coaches last Thursday, just a week out from round one, mind you, could force an amendment as significant as clubs having an extra player on game day. Yet, as we sit here right now at 6.05pm Eastern Time, three days out from round one, mind you, and still the AFL are yet to make known their decision on whether to introduce a concussion sub in 2021. Here's how it played out today. It was nearly unanimous across the, the board, I think it was. I don't think any coach said, no, I don't think it's a, uh, it's a good idea. What, what we've got at the present time is um, more significant concussion protocols that we've, that we've ever had. And um, perhaps what we wanted to do is, well, I mean, this is really just a welfare decision. It's got nothing to do with performance. But I think let's not introduce a sub for concussion only. Let's, if we need a safety net for the likely increase in players going off, for concussion. Let's just introduce a sub. A sub that can come on for a guy who breaks his leg or does his knee or rips his shoulder out of the socket and needs an operation and will be out for a few weeks anyway. Why have a sub just for concussion? All for it. All for it. So um, if we are demanding that the clubs take no risks with the head for the reasons that have become much more apparent in the past 12 to 24 months, then we've got to give them the mechanism to be even more ultra-conservative with it. But in your mind, why should it be treated differently than somebody breaking their leg and not being able to play for the rest of the game and being out for a period of time? The basic answer is you're not going to get dementia with a broken leg. Okay, so there's not the long-term... you're not going to suffer CTE from a broken leg. We take this issue very, very seriously, and I think that's an important point to make here. Um, but the, the thought of um, introducing substitutes from the players were very much against that when this was in place going back a few years ago, albeit it was less about you know, injuries and concussion and more about, um, I guess, having more flexibility um, on game day. So I think this is something that we'll um, hopefully get to a position reasonably quickly. It, it all makes sense, and it's all fine. But how do we get into a situation where we don't know the makeup of a starting lineup on the Monday when the season starts on a Thursday? It blows my mind that I haven't thought about this before. I'm not against it. But I heard Jimmy Bartel on the weekend say, why are we treating this as a separate injury to all other injuries? Someone does a hamstring, should you be able to replace them? Someone does a calf. Someone pops a shoulder. But as soon as, you, as, soon as we talk concussion, we have to have that player replaced. I think that, in my core, I think that that's just bad luck. There you have it. The voices of Alistair Clarkson, the Hawthorne coach, Dwayne Russell, Gary Lyon, Tim Watson, Paul Marsh of the AFLPA, Kane Corns and David King as well. As we sit here tonight, the league's football department have been locked in talks on this for much of today. AFL Chief Executive Gillan McLaughlin met with football boss Steve Hocking this morning and McLaughlin also gave his thoughts on the introduction of the concussion sub. 
And he's having a discussion about that, and if it makes sense, he'll do it. Do you support it personally? I support anything that is, uh, um, promotes uh, the right decision in the health and welfare of the players, absolutely. So rule changes on the eve of the season. Seriously, who does 11th hour? Who does last minute like the AFL? Surely no one. And the argument that a concussion sub will ease the pressure on doctors to make difficult decisions on concussed players is concerning. And I would find any suggestion medical professionals are swayed by a team's fortunes on game day when it comes to ruling players in or out somewhat disturbing. So what do we... We have four on the bench now, don't we? The, the coaches are pushing for four on the bench plus a concussion sub. When the sub rule was in from 2011 to 15, it was three on the bench and a sub. And the, the other part of it is it's likely going to cost clubs upwards of $100,000 in match payments over the course of the year to have this 23rd player there. Now, speaking to clubs today, they suspect it would have, it would have to fall outside the TPP, the salary cap, or well, the entire cap is going to have to be reconfigured. And, and that's not going to happen because clubs have already locked in their salary cap specifics. So the league would have to allow this to sit outside of that. Jeez, it's messy, isn't it? And not every player is eligible for match payments, of course, but more often than not, the 23rd best player or thereabouts on the list would be, and we're talking around 5000 bucks per game here, even if they don't run out onto the field and feature in the match. You're, of course, welcome to have your say on this. If you've been bogged down at work all day and you've had a thought on this and you want to have your say on it, the lines are open for you, as always, here on time on each and every Monday, one 736 736 or... As I said off the top, the temper text machine, 0433981116. Concussion is a very serious issue. I'm like everyone. I'm all for players doing the mandated 12 days. Really, I'd be happy if it was longer. But I'm somewhat torn on this sub-debate. And while it would be fairer for clubs affected, isn't that our game based on luck or, or being unlucky? Should it be treated any differently from a broken leg strictly when it comes to personnel on game day? because we know it has far more serious health implications later in life. But on game day, if we're subbing a concussed player, should we be subbing a seriously injured player too? Where do we draw the line? And just on, on that, if my memory serves me correctly, didn't we hate the sub rule? The fans hated it. The players hated it. We all despised it. And the sight of the Kermit suit on the bench, I mean, and it's not a stretch to say it decided some players' careers. More than 100 players made their debut with the sub vest on, in those years between 2011 and 2015, and some of them only came on in the last quarter. So how many youngsters or fringe players are going to warm the bench this year, potentially, not see any action here, not playing second-tier footy as a result? And if you're on the fringe of the team and you can't prove your credentials on any given weekend, that's not a great look either, is it? one three hundred seven three six seven three six Off the temper tech. Sam, I'm in the not-just-concussion camp. If you are subbed... You can't play for 12 days. Can sub for any reason, but that person can't play VFL, Sanford, Waffle or AFL for 12 days. The concussion sub. Take the grand final, for example. Ablett and Vlosten go down in the first five minutes of the game. Under the new rule, Vlosten could be replaced, but Ablett couldn't. The ruling has to be for any injury where the player would be unavailable the following week. Let's go to Longy and Mount Martha, who wants to open the batting on time on uh, this Monday, March 15. Thanks for joining us there, Longy. Longy, we got you. Hey, mate. Um, just, I reckon that it's a good idea, but I think that um, you should only be able to use a sub in the first half if there's an injury or a concussion, because if a sub can come on in the last quarter due to an injury, then that can potentially be an advantage for that team. 
So maybe like just after half time, there can be no sub, but someone can come on before half time. Don't mind that thinking, Longy. And just on that, it took my mind back instantly to the Port Adelaide Richmond prelim of last year. Now, with five minutes to go, Port Adelaide pushing. Ebert gets concussed, doesn't he? Shocking concussion. And and we all feared for him. Of course we did. But if a fresh player comes on then with 5, 10, whatever it might be, 15 minutes to go in a, in a in a slog of a preliminary final, that's a big advantage too, isn't it? So that's sort of what you're pointing towards. Yeah, 100%. And it could be unfair and people could use it to their advantage, you know? Yeah, no, it's a good point, Longy. Appreciate uh, your call this after uh, this afternoon, this evening, and you're welcome to join Longy with your thoughts on this as the show goes on. As I, as I mentioned, uh, the lines are always open here. One three hundred seven three six seven three six. The temper text oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen, or by the socials, as they say, at time on SEN. We're going to have a chat to Blake Hardwick shortly. The Hawthorne defender is going to join us on the line, and we're also going to have a chat about Tyson Stengel, who. We reported this evening that his career is now confirmed as being over. Confirmation, in fact, of the forward sacking from the Adelaide Crows is expected to come tomorrow following, obviously, a string of off-field transgressions from the uh, the goal sneak throughout 2020. And that's one other one of those ones for the wasted file, isn't it? We've seen them over the journey. We might talk about those, the guys that came and went too soon. And, um, look, this footy caper isn't for everyone, is it, at the professional level? So we'll talk a little bit about Tyson Stengel's unfortunate demise as a professional AFL footballer shortly. But we need to take a break. Blake, Blake Hardwick is inbound, the Hawthorne defender. On Hawthorne Membership Day on SEN, you can get a free upgrade on Hawks memberships today. We'll be back with more on time on Sam Edmund with you right after this break. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.